KMTT, Kinitzion Tetzei Torah, today's Thursday. We have the weekly shiur in topics in Hilchot Kashut, given by Harav Asaf Bednash. Today's shiur, we will deal with issues that have been brought up in recent years about the kashus of milk. Throughout Jewish history, one could have questioned the kashrut of milk because of the rule of hayotze min hatamei tamei. There is a halacha that tells us anything which comes out of a treif animal is treif. Therefore, the milk, for example, of a pig or a camel is certainly treif. Not only that, but the milk of a treif cow, meaning a cow with one of the 18 defects in its internal organs, which is considered by halacha to be a fatal defect and renders it treifa, the milk of such a cow would be treif as well. Not only is a cow, let's say, with a hole in its lung, one of the most common folk. Not only is a cow with a hole in the lung treif after you shecht it and check it out and find that hole, but that cow is treif while it's alive as well. Now, it doesn't really make a difference for the cow that it's treif while it's alive, but it does make a difference for the milk. Any milk that is milk from a treif cow is treif. If so, then how did our ancestors, since the time of Moshe Rabbeinu, ever drink milk? The land, Eretz Zavat Chalavudvash, how did they drink the milk of that land? No problem. We have a halachic rule that says that rov behemot enan treifot. The halacha tells us that most animals are not treif. Most animals are perfectly healthy animals, have nothing particularly wrong with them, and therefore, since most animals, since most animals are kosher, when you milk a cow, you follow the rule of rove. Since most animals are kosher, we assume this cow is kosher, and therefore its milk is perfectly kosher. This was the unquestioned halacha until modern times when the <coughs> way we produce and distribute milk underwent a radical change. In the old days, how did you get milk? Perhaps you had a cow, you milked the cow, drank the milk, or... There was someone with the cow, he milked the cow, put the milk in a bucket, brought it to the marketplace, and sold it to you. But in the old days, the milk usually came from one particular cow. Nowadays, of course, that's very different. In modern dairy farms, they don't keep the milk from each cow in a separate bucket. Rather, there's a big milking machine that takes the milk from hundreds and hundreds of cows and combines it in a tremendous, tremendous vat of some sort, where it undergoes pasteurization and whatever other processes are necessary, and where it's refrigerated and stored until it's loaded onto the truck and brought to the milk company, who puts it into bags, boxes, or other containers, and sells it to you in the supermarket. The milk of hundreds and hundreds of cows is all mixed. The question was brought up about four years ago <coughs> in a Torah journal called Haba'er, 
where someone suggested that perhaps nowadays all of our milk should be treif. Now, I'm not referring here to the issue of whether perhaps some veterinary surgical procedures might cause trefot in a cow. Let's assume that nothing we do to cows makes them treif. We have no particular knowledge that the cows become treif. However, it's natural that many cows <coughs> would be treif. After all, in Hilcho Trefot, we paskin that you don't have to check every cow that you shecht. You don't have to check if it has a hole in the heart or a hole in the membrane surrounding the brain or various other rare, uncommon trefot. But you do have to check the lungs. Why? Because a trefa in the lungs is a miyot hamotzoi. The lungs are usually not trefa, but it's common enough to find a trefa in the lungs of a cow. What is a miyot hamotzoi? The Achronim generally follow the opinion of the Mishkan Yaakov, who says anything that happens at least 10% of the time is a miyot hamotzoi, is considered something which usually doesn't happen, but is still somewhat common. If so, then the Halacha tells us that the lungs of a cow are treif at least 10% of the time. That's why we bother to check them. We don't bother to check for trefot that occur 9 or 8 or 7 or 6 or 1% of the time. But we bother to check the lungs because the lungs are treif 10% of the time. If so, <coughs> then at least 10% of all cows seem to be treif. And we in fact find that when we shecht cows, there's a fairly reasonable percentage of cows that are found to be treif. If so, let's assume for the sake of argument, the figure of 10%, if 10% of the cows are treif, then if we went back to the old days and my neighbor had a cow and I went and got a bucket of milk from him, he'd tell me, look, 90% odds this milk is mutter. Of course you can drink it. But nowadays when I mix together the milk in a farm of, let's say, 100 cows, so I mixed together milk of 100 cows, 10 of them were treif, 10% of the milk in this tremendous vat where it's being uh, stored is treif. Now we have not a question of a suffix, a doubt about the status of the milk, but a tarovet, a mixture. We have a mixture which is 90% kosher and 10% treif. We all know the halacha in such a situation. A mixture is only kosher if the treif content is less than 1 60th, or more precisely, less than a 1 to 60 ratio to the kosher. But if the treif content in a tarovet, in a mixture, is more than a 60th, then the whole mixture is considered treif. If so, all of the milk distributed by the large dairy companies, which comes from large dairy farms, is treif because it has a mixture of milk from all the cows, of which more than a 60th is treif. It's as if I took 10% lard and added it into the milk supply. So how can we drink milk? This question was brought up, as I mentioned, four years ago. <coughs> it was brought to the attention of a number of great poskim in Eretz Yisrael, who wrote their answers in the journal Haba'er, Nisan Tavshin Samach Gimel. And all of the poskim who dealt with this situation agreed that our milk is not treif. Why? 
because of the difference between halacha and statistics. Statistically, we have something called 10% of cows are trafe. That is a statistical fact. And let's assume, for the sake of argument, that it's a valid statistic. If so, we know, based on statistics, that if we mix together milk of hundreds and thousands and tens of thousands of cows, 10% of that milk will be trafe. That is based on statistics. However, halacha doesn't necessarily follow statistics. In in halacha, one of the most fascinating things that you notice when you learn Yoridea is that in halacha, the answer to a question usually depends not merely on the substance, mathematically, scientifically, of the question, but on the way in which the question is asked. And here I don't mean to ask the question nicely, to ask it not nicely. I mean from a formal conceptual perspective, what is the chefza, the object about which the question is asked? It makes a big difference if we ask the question about one object or about another object. For example, we have a rule of Kavua which tells us that when we have most, kosher, most of the stores in town are kosher and some are treif, if we ask the question, what is this piece of meat? The answer is probably kosher. If we ask the question, on the other hand, for reasons which we can't go into now, but if we ask the question, what's the status of the store? Then the answer is the store is treif. It all depends on how you ask the question. Or, to use a Lundish terminology, what the chefza of the shayla is. What the object about which we are applying to the halacha is. When it comes to the question of cows... What question are we asking? Are we asking the question, what is the status of the milk supply? Or are we asking this question, what is the status of each individual cow in and of itself? And various poskim who dealt with this issue, Rav Zalman Goldberg, and the Minchas Asher, and <coughs> Rav Levi Yitzchak Halpern, of the Institute for Torah and Technology in Yerushalayim, all pointed out that halacha does not recognize the question, what is the status of the milk supply, statistically. Halacha does not recognize statistics. Halacha recognizes individual rules of psat as applied to individual cases. For example, what rule what halachi principle applies to the case of a cow, which we don't know if it is kosher or not? Obviously, the rule of rov. The rule of rov does not apply to the milk supply. The milk supply is not an item which has a halachic status which can be determined by rov. There is no rule of most milk supplies. There are statistics about the milk supply, but a statistic is not a halachic rule. No place in Shas does it mention statistics. It mentions, mentions Rov and also Chazaka. Rov cannot apply to a milk supply. We don't know what most milk supplies are. Milk supplies are made of the milk of individual cows. Rov, however, does apply to the cow. Therefore, each individual cow, to each individual cow, we apply the principle of Rov. Cow one, number one, we say based on the Rov is kosher. Cow number two, based on the Rov is kosher. Cow number three, based on the rove, 
is kosher as well. If so, we go through all the hundreds and thousands of cows and paskin that each cow in and of itself is in fact a kosher cow. If so, we've now determined that the milk supply is not 10% trafe. The milk supply is 0% trafe and 100% kosher, not based on statistics. Statistically, we know the milk supply is 10% trafe. But based on halacha, halacha tells us that the Hefza, the object about which we are the object which we are judging is not a milk supply, but is an individual cow. And since each cow is possible to be kosher, from then on, each cow is treated as kosher, and <coughs> we no longer worry about the milk supply. This is the accepted halacha. There are many proofs for this, both from the Makorot and logic. We find in the Shochan Aruch Yoridea. Simon Pei Aleph, there are law paskins that if you take actual trafe milk and mix it in with the milk of other cows, as long as the trafe milk is less than a sixtieth, the mixture the mixture is kosher. We see that even the Ramah recognized that such a case could happen where one mixed the milk together from many cows, and the Ramah wasn't worried about the fact that statistically ten percent of the cows were trafe. Ramah says, as long as the actual trafe you put in is Batal Bashishim, we assume all of the standard milk supply is 100% kosher. If you would have one liter of trafe and 60 liters of the regular milk supply, the Ramah would say that's kosher. He considers all 60 liters of the regular milk supply to be kosher. Why? Because the halacha doesn't paskin based on statistics, it paskins based on rove, and each cow is its own shayla, and each cow is paskin to be kosher based on rove. It's clear that this must be true in many other areas of halacha. Or Halpern brings many other examples. Uh, for example, <coughs> it is clear that if you have a town where most of the butcher shops are kosher, and you find a piece of meat on the street, halacha says it's kosher. If you find another piece of meat on the street, that's kosher as well. If you find another piece of meat on the street, that's kosher as well. We never, halacha never tells us to stop and say at a certain point, statistically, they can't all be kosher. No, each piece of meat is its own question, and they are all kosher. Similarly, if you have a town where most of the people are Jewish, and you get a minion together, you don't say statistically, well, maybe only nine of the people who are Jewish and it's not a minion. Each person was paskin to be Jewish, so when they join together, we have a minion. Likewise here, each cow was paskin to be kosher. So when we join together, when we join the milk of all the cows together, that's considered to be not 90% kosher or 80% kosher or 70% kosher but 100% kosher and the milk supply is kosher. <coughs> the, this, question, this question was solved simply enough but in very recent times another objection is brought up based on statistics which are quoted as determining that we no longer have a situation where 10% or 20% or 30% or 2% or 3%, all of which are more than a 60th of the milk is trafe. Perhaps nowadays some suggest that due to the unfortunate, due to the unfortunately inhumane way that we treat many of our cows and the poor state of their health dealt with the fact which results and the fact that they don't lead the same natural lifestyle which they have been leading for the past 
X thousand years. Perhaps nowadays, most of our cows are treif. Now, we don't necessarily care about cows per se. Milk only comes from dairy cows. There are those who have quoted statistics from dairy farms that tell us that when you shech dairy cows, most of the dairy cows are treif. If so, then that presents a much more serious problem. The heter we mentioned earlier is based on the principle of rove. Since rove cows are kosher, we judge each cow to be kosher, and all of the milk is beseder. However, if most cows are treif, then we look at each cow individually, judge it to be treif, and what ha- and we emerge with the fact that 100% of our milk is treif. Because each cow, we look at halachically, and determine it to be treif based on the rove. If this is true, then we're all in big trouble. We could still eat meat, because we'll shecht each cow, and check it properly, and we'll only eat the minority of those cows that are kosher. Or perhaps we'll have other cows that we eat that are, <coughs> that are of a different type than the dairy cows, which are more hardy and, uh, and in a better state of health. However, if most of the dairy cows are treif, then there's really no way to escape the conclusion <coughs> that our milk is treif. So is this, in fact, a problem? So, first of all, it should be pointed out that statistically, it's going to be very difficult to determine that most dairy cows are treif. To the best of my knowledge, the only way to check if a dairy cow is treif is by shechting it and examining the internal organs, specifically the lungs, where most of the treifot occur in contemporary times. However, I don't think there's any dairy farm which allowed an experiment to be done of shechting random dairy cows. That would be an exceedingly foolish thing to do from, an, from a business perspective. Rather, when they shecht the dairy cows anyway, they check the lungs and perhaps determine that most of them are treif. It's not at all clear, though, that this is relevant statistically. Statistics all depend on the quality of the sample which you choose to analyze. The sample of dairy cows which are shechted is, I would imagine, not, does not represent the average state of health of dairy cows. After all, why would you shecht a dairy cow? I would imagine if it was sick and couldn't give milk, or if it was very old and couldn't give milk. You don't shecht the cow that's in its prime milk-bearing years. If so, then even if most of the shechted dairy cows are treif, that does not prove that most of the milk-giving dairy cows are treif. Because no doubt, the dairy cows which are the average dairy cow which gives milk is in a much better state of health than the dairy cow that is sent to the slaughter. So perhaps we do not really have a statistic that tells us that most dairy cows are treif. But 
but rather only that most dairy cows which are otherwise in ill, in, in, in Ill health are traced. Even, however, if we assumed that this statistic is valid, even if we granted the fact that your average dairy calf was found to be trafe, the poskim have already established that that is not a halachic problem. This is not only a contemporary question. The Chidah dealt with this already in the Birke Yosef, in his footnotes called Shiurei Bracha, on your Yeridea Siman Hey Aleph. When he was asked the Shaila about certain towns, where I guess the health conditions, the weather was very detrimental to animal health, and most of the animals there were treif. Apparently there were towns where 90% of the animals are treif. Nonetheless, everyone drank the milk and ate the cheese. And the chidah answered that even when we say most of the animals are treif, most of them aren't really treif. Medina de Gemara, from strict din of the Gemara, based on what it says in the Gemara alone, based on the letter of the law, most of our animals are doubtless kosher. The reason why we might see that most of the animals are treif is because we have a lot of chumras in Hilchah's treifot. We are very machmir because there are many cases where the Gemara was unclear as to exactly how to delineate and define the boundaries of treifot. So to be on the safe side, we are machmir for many different possible interpretations. And if we're not experts on exactly how to draw the line between a treifa and a kshera, we are machmir in all circumstances that might possibly be treif, to treat it as treif, because of our lack of expertise in interpreting the Gemara, or our lack of expertise in applying the various tests mentioned in the Gemara to differentiate between kosher and treif. Just because we have a minhag to be machmir on treifot, however, doesn't mean that most of the animals are actually authentically treif. Most of the animals are kosher. Our minag lahachmir says the chidah, as well as a number of other achronim, our minag lahachmir is only on the meat itself. On the actual meat, after the animal is slaughtered, when it's possible to open it up and check out and determine what we can eat and what we can't eat and eat whatever is for sure, glopped, unquestionable and sell the rest to a guy sell the ones that are questionable to a guy on the meat itself we had a chumrah where we were machran ourselves to be extra strict in the halachot of trefot and broaden the category of trefot and refrain from eating anything which might possibly border on an actual trefa. However, when it comes to the milk, where there's no option of checking the animal as you milk it, and where a choice would be to assume all the animals are kosher and drink milk, or to assume all animals are treif and go without milk entirely, when it came to the milk, we never were knowing such a chumrah on ourselves. When it came to the milk, Klal Yisrael never accepted upon themselves to be extra machmir and hilcho treifot. 
and rather we only keep the actual letter of the law, the Shurat Hadin, based on what it actually says in Shas about Hilchot Trefot. And, although of course we're not experts enough, and we don't know exactly what the Gemara meant well enough to say exactly which animal would be kosher according to the strict halacha of the Gemara, and which animal would be treif, we have a Masora that most animals are kosher. This is certainly true in light of the fact that there are many opinions that say a treif animal can't live out the year. We see most animals live for many years, so certainly that opinion which held that treif animals don't live out the year assumed that most animals are kosher, and no one ever argued on that assumption per se. Therefore, we have Masora, since we've always eaten milk, drunk, since we've always drunk milk, that most animals are kosher, and that Masora doesn't change, even if nowadays we find most animals to be treif, because our Masora is that most animals are kosher based on strict Talmudic law. Even though most animals are are treif based on the chumras that we accepted upon ourselves nowadays, that doesn't change the actual halacha, and therefore the milk would still be kosher. That is why we all continue to drink milk, because, number one, even if most animals would be treif statistically, which I'm not certain has been proven, because because we've never shechted a cross-section, a representative sample of dairy cows. But even if we determined that a cross-section, a representative sample of dairy cows were treif, we would assume that's only treif based on our chumras that we ha- that we accepted nowadays, but not based on the actual strict letter of the law. And when it comes to milk, we never accept upon ourselves to be machmer, and we have the right to follow the letter of the law. And even though doubtless, so therefore most animals are certainly not treif, and even though perhaps 10, 20, 30 percent of animals are treif, and we mix all the milk together, we do not treat that as a ta'arovet of kosher and treif milk which has a 10%, 20%, 30% content of treif milk. Rather, we say, the chefza, the object of the question, is not the milk, but the cow, and each cow we paskin independently is kosher. Therefore, 100% of our cows are paskin to be kosher, alpi, halacha. And therefore, we can rest assured that halachically, 100% of our milk supply is in fact kosher.